the thirst is real. Hi guys, welcome to Thirst Talks. I am Anil Joshua. I host a reality TV podcast called Thirst. Thirst covers everything Real Housewives, Drag Race, and Canadian reality TV. And we created Thirst Talks as an opportunity for me to kind of talk about things non-reality TV related. I have friends that are like, I love podcasts, I just don't watch reality TV. One, I don't know how you're my friend, but two, this is for you. This is where I'm gonna kind of use this as a personal journal also, it's like a form of therapy for myself. I mean, I recently moved to LA and there's a sense of loneliness that comes with that, which kind of caught me off guard. And there's some podcasters, shout out Jeff Epstein from Pop Goggles, not Jeff Epstein, the <laughs> child molester, Jeff Epstein from Pop Goggles and T. Kyle. They both host podcasts and some of their solo podcasts have been like really comforting to me while I'm like going through this loneliness, it was nice to kind of hear them talk about their experiences and what they're going through. And I just wanted to kind of start my own kind of journaling diary process. And I wish I could write and blog, but I have like the grammar of a four-year-old. So this is kind of a nice fun medium. And it started off by me interviewing and talking to people that weren't in the reality TV world, but I'm going to try to stick to mostly a weekly episode that's just me talking about life experiences that I'm going through. So let's just dial it back a bit. So for those of you who don't know, I am from Canada. I got engaged to this amazing, wonderful man, David. Shout out, David. And he's American. So he moved from Washington, D.C. to Toronto for me. And then he had some interesting things come up in terms of his career, which ultimately landed us moving to L.A., which is cool. I have friends here. That's fine. I just think, one, I don't handle change well. And usually I, like, throw a tantrum. I get depressed. Like, real life can't get out of bed depressed. And I was like, I have to change this. Like, I cannot be somebody that handles change like this because there's one thing that's inevitable in life is change. So I really have been going inward, which is like the scariest thing in the fucking world because honestly, that's how come I think a lot of people turn to drugs, turn to drinking, turn to codependency because they're too scared to go inwards because the toughest conversations that you have to have with yourself are sometimes like, they're like dark and heavy and it's forcing you to bring up things that you kind of don't want to deal with. So, I mean, I've been going inside my head, which is the scariest place I've ever been, but it's been hard, but it's also been rewarding. I mean, I just feel like I want 2020 to be a pivotal year in my life where I just kind of grow up and I'm going to be 30 in a couple of years. And I know that age is nothing but a number, but my vision of my thirties I have to make some drastic changes. So that's been tough. I mean, one of the toughest things really, and like I, it's funny on Instagram, everybody like puts like their version of a perfect relationship out there and like, we're so happy. And like, don't get me wrong, I am very, very happy in my relationship. I'm solid, I'm secure, but me and David ran into this thing where we both work from home. We live together, we go to the gym together. So I'm not even joking. It's, it was nonstop. We spent time together. Like, I'm not, like, there would be some days, no joke, we were in the same house, like, next to each other 
for like the full 24 hours and it was like not okay we started getting annoyed with each other and it was like we were both like oh my god so thankfully you know he's moving into his new office i have my home office set up and i just think it's it'll be healthy for us to miss each other because we were founded on a long distance relationship and to go from long distance like living on top of each other and wanting to strangle each other every day is like perfect like i feel like now like the sea is parting and we can get to the other side of this so that was kind of tough like it's just really i i love him but I don't want to spend every waking hour of my day with him. And I think that he feels the same way, rightfully so. I am very, 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 like, I know I'm a lot. So it's exciting because now we have our place in LA. He's getting his office set up. We were basically gypsies for eight months. Like, we didn't know if we were going to be moving to New York. We didn't know if we were going to be staying in Toronto. We didn't know if it was going to be LA or if it was going to be Venice. Venice and LA are in the same city, I know, but they're two different worlds to me. So it was a lot of that, and I mean, it's tough because me personally, Thirst has kind of become, has shifted from just like a passion project to a business, and the business is in Canada, the business is in Toronto. So since he's the primary breadwinner in our relationship, it's kind of hard for me to be like, I want to stay in Toronto with my little podcast, but like God bless technology, because essentially if there wasn't technology, I wouldn't be able to do what I do remotely. So it's been kind of cool. I've been able to kind of, you know, shift the gears, shift my lens and not be so negative. Like, I don't know. It's just so easy for me to complain about any and everything. And I'm really just trying to be positive. But honestly, the world sucks some days. Like why? Like I get in the head funk of like, why wake up today? Um, but don't worry. We're like starting that out. We, we are on an antidepressant, an anti-anxiety that I really, like, is working with my brain, so it's good. That's another thing, too, like, nobody, and I guess it would be weird if somebody put on their Instagram, like, hey, check out my new antidepressant, y'all, it's good, it's working well, like, tag a friend that needs one, 20% off off my antidepressant, if you use promo code, Anil is not mentally ill anymore, like, it just doesn't work, but I feel like nobody really talks about it. I mean, for me, my depression takes form of like sleep. Like I, I could literally sleep for 20 hours a day and now I'm going into working and whatever, whatever. But it's like so crazy in retrospect how like I would just sleep till like 3 PM some days. Like what the fuck? Anyway, speaking of change, speaking of adapting to LA, we've kind of, well, I'm trying to do this whole waking up at five 30, hitting a yoga class at six, like really just doing that in the morning. And it's been fun. It's just that like, by the time it's 3 p.m., I'm done everything that I need to do. I've crushed a checklist. I've worked out. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> it's like I, I could have just slept in or sh do I take a nap now? But anyway, all this free time has allowed me to kind of do things like this, which has been fun. And like when you're shifting gears from being like a podcast host and a creative to like being an entrepreneur, there's a lot that you need to learn and there's a lot that you need to navigate. And it's it it it's hard. I don't know. I just, I never thought that it would kind of turn into an opportunity where I have to wake up, hold myself accountable, hustle, think outside of the box, think logistically. On top of that, uh, David has a really cool opportunity with his company and I am moving into, oh my God, I don't even remember the official. I basically, I'm going to be doing all of his events and logistics, but what is the official title? This is great. He's going to be like, really? You don't even know what the fuck you're starting next week? Um, wait, where is that? He just texted me to me. 
Uh, oh, I'm going to be the vice president of event and activations. Like, I mean, that, like, this sounds real. This sounds right. And it's been an opportunity for me to balance my brain. I think the problem with Thirst was it, like, Drag Race, Housewives, reality TV was, like, my escape from reality. And now having to, like, work with it, it's kind of, like, not an escape because I have to watch the episodes to cover them. So I'm studying them as opposed to, like, watching and getting lost in it. But now my new position, VP of event activations, bitch, is balancing out my brain. Like, I used to beat myself up. Like, why would you go to school for seven years? Why did you get a master's to just watch men in wigs on TV and record a podcast if that's what you're going to do for a living? So I'm really excited to be starting that. And we're going to be working with the travel mom and building kind of her first event conference activation thing. I love planning that stuff. It's very high stress. It's very logistical. So... I finally feel like I am set up to kind of conquer this year. You know that like meme that's like, every, like this is going to be my year. And then it's like you say that every year, but I'm like really actually feeling like I'm catching momentum. But yeah, anyway, so this, I mean, I really wanted to talk about my experience in LA and like why I like hated it. And obviously, like I said, it was the change initially. And then there's like kind of this vapid connotation to LA of you know, superficialness, fame, money, yada, yada, yada. And that's all great and fantastic. But I've like really am trying to flip it into like there's a hustle energy here. So like, sure, Bob has 67,000 Instagram followers and is posting 18 shirtless photos and is making like $5,000 a post. Um, he's still hustling, right? Like he is still getting up and doing it. So I think that that has been kind of a resurgence into kind of like leaning into loving LA. And then it's just really tricky. Like it's my friends are all over the place. And I like to say that like, you know how like sexuality they say is on a spectrum, like straight at one end and LGBT is at the other and you can fall anywhere in the spectrum. I like to have like my friends on a spectrum. Like I have friends that are settled down with a child. Like literally the last time they went out was like when before the child was born. And then I have other friends that go out every single night, you know? So I try to find my way in between the two because I think one is too far left. Like I'm not trying to run around with eight children right now. And then to the other side, I'm not trying to go out any every night anymore. Like I'm really just trying to root myself in stability and find my way and make an effort with friends. And that's another thing about this podcast is like, I want to sit and have intentional FaceTime or phone conversations with my friends but it's really fucking hard. Like there's like, there's just life moves fast. And like with the new time zone, it's hard to adapt. So I feel like I've been missing friends and I just want this to be kind of like a mini catch up for them as well. Um, and it's been nice to kind of put things out there. Like I've done a few Instagram stories talking about shit that I've been complaining about. <laughs> um, but it's been comforting and nice to have people, you know, kind of reach out and just say like, Oh my God, I'm going through the same thing. So yeah, this loneliness piece has been like really, really, really thought it was going to be a lot easier to navigate. But I mean, I'm setting myself up. I'm, I'm setting myself up to really just kind of enter deep into the stability and routine and like ride that momentum because I think that it will do all the work for me, essentially. Not that I don't have to do work, but I feel like once you fall into a routine, it helps everything else fall into place. Which kind of leads me to like the second thing I wanted to talk about is like the power of goal setting and vision boarding. And it's like sounds so crazy and like 
Ooh, wow, vision boards. Like, I guess the reason why I really believe in vision boards was because I had, like, a picture of Teresa Judice on my last vision board as, like, my dream interview. Like, I was like, oh, my God, imagine I get to interview Teresa Judice. Like, literally imagine. And, like, I'm not even joking. At the end of last year, I interviewed Teresa Judice. She came in for a Thursday event. We had a one-on-one. We went to dinner. And, like, the whole time, I can't even, like, obviously, I was, like, super tired from, like, putting the event together. But, like, I was in this weird daze of, like, is this really happening to me? Because I just couldn't believe it. So then I was reignited in kind of my belief for vision boards. So I, you know, worked on my vision board. And then I'm really being intentional about goal setting because things happen to me and I, it's funny because it's a sense of imposter syndrome of like, is this my life? Is this really happening? Am I in LA? Am I actually really kind of building this small little media company called Thirst and we're actually getting Real Housewives to come to Canada and meet their fans and be on the podcast? Like, is this really happening? And it's just so funny because I realized that I have to get this imposter syndrome out of me and lean a little bit into confidence, which is fucking, it's just weird and scary. Like I don't, I, I, I have to like learn to, when I walk into a room or where I have a phone conversation, I know what I'm bringing to the table, if that makes sense. It's funny because Mike Brickerton, he is an executive producer on The Amazing Race Canada, and I believe he'll be executive producing or show running Drag Race Canada. And he's won a bunch of Canadian Screen Awards. He's very successful and has a really great career. Like, I, in a way, look up to him and all that he's accomplished. And he posted a tweet saying something about, like, wow, maybe I'll get over my imposter syndrome. And I'm like, whoa, somebody that I look up to and has all these achievements that I can't wait to achieve is literally thinking that, like, he has imposter syndrome. So, I don't know. I just took that as a mental note of, like, I have to kind of not do that to myself. I have to knock it out of me slowly but surely and enter kind of anything with a little bit more confidence. So, I mean, that's been tough, but anyway, back, I kind of took a detour there, but back to goal setting. I think that a lot of times like people get daunted by the concept of goal setting and I kind of break it down this way. I go one week, one month, three months, six months, one year. Like, that's easy. You know at the end of the week, if your goal is to eat three meals that are healthy, you can do that and you can work that your way in. And then up the ante. By the end of the month, if I keep this three healthy meals in each week, I can drop my weight by six pounds, whatever your goal is. I don't really know anything about, like, the weight and how I don't know, whatever. Um, so that's how I've kind of gone about my goal setting and I try to do all these like different charts and these different things. And then they just get lost. Like they literally are at the bottom of a backpack that I never look at again. So I've been this year really want to put my goals out and visible that I see them every day and I can work towards them. And it's also the concept of talking about goals is important too, because it holds yourself accountable. Like I really want to and will shift to the three podcast episodes a week on top of this that's four episodes a week i am more than capable and by the end of march all four episodes will be up and running and it's scary because sometimes getting the one podcast up a week is very stressful but now that i have this newfound la routine i'm going to this is a mission this is a challenge this is what is going to make 
me and thirst ultimately better is upping the ante. So that's my goal. That's my three month goal at the end of three months. I will have all four up and going with social promotion with, you know, being creative on how I get ears to the pod. And I also want to kind of just get my body where I want it to be. So I unfollowed all of my thirst traps on Instagram, which is so annoying because I see half of them at the gym anyway. But anyway, I just want my body to be at a place where in the summer I just take my shirt off and it's not a thought. Like I'm not like, oh my God, I knew to wear a tank top. Like I have really bad acne on my back and I just really am trying to get my body and skin right. So I'm on this new kind of cleansing ritual with my skin, trying to get that right. And then hopefully I can get my body to a place that I'm happy with it by summer. I feel like that's a realistic six-month goal. So start now. Shout out David Robert for really kind of bringing that to my attention. Like, if you want to be a place in six months, the time to start is now. So I've been chipping away at that. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm literally sitting here wanting to like complain about so many things, but like, I, that's not the vibe. That's not what I want to be known for. That's not what I want to be doing. I want this to kind of be a, a diary page for me to just talk. And then hopefully somebody pulls a nugget out of it and is like, oh my God, I kind of am at that same place. And this is what's helped me, or this is what I think you should do. I don't know. I just value advice. I value insight. I think experience experience is the best advice like somebody who has experienced something similar can almost give the best advice because they've been through it so yeah I don't know if you've kind of have this feeling of feeling lost and not in a routine or anything I would do the one week one month three months six month one year write it all out and look at it every day it holds you accountable and that's what's kind of helped me so hopefully it can help one of you guys another thing that like I've been like really being intentional about doing is like I say I think I believe I may be like now I just cut that bullshit out it's like I am going to it's not like oh maybe we can do this it's no I am going to I will do this I don't think I don't believe I know I know that I have something here with thirst I'm going to run it as far as I can and let's see what happens you know it's not like oh I think that maybe maybe I'm doing something good it's like now I know look at me getting all confident over here um now I know that there's something here it's been proven a little bit so why not fine tune and go with it so maybe just try moving the I believes I thinks the maybes out of your vocabulary too because that kind of helps strengthens kind of the way you talk to yourself so that's always fun but if you've made it this far and you are down to come along with me on this talks personal journey why don't you comment uh yoga emoji on one of my posts on instagram i'm at anil joshua just any little yoga man sitting peaceful zen new 2020 vibes uh, it's something that TCal does on his weekend chat, so I wanted to mimic that. And then another fun thing that I do, or not do, but listen to on Danny Pellegrino's Everything Iconic podcast is like a cool down. And I just think it's going to be a fun way to wrap up these episodes. So for the cool down, you just close your eyes, unlock your jaw a little bit. Release your shoulders, take a deep breath in through the nose. 
and let it out slowly. Let's do that two more times. Deep breath in. Let it out slowly. Last time, deep breath in. And let it out slowly. I'm telling you, there's nothing in life that can't be changed with taking three deep breaths, a hot shower, and like a cup of ice cream. Like everything can be fixed. So I've been doing that to kind of calm myself down the three deep breaths. So let's keep on breathing, as Ariana Grande would say. And this is just a quick short one. But thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. If you are a reality TV lover, make sure you hop on over to Thirst and subscribe and write a review. You can write a review for this one, but like it's like really go to Thirst and write the review. This is just more for me to kind of vent and talk and really explore on this medium without having to like report or talk about reality TV. So I'm sending you so much love, so many good vibes. Let's just fucking crush this year together, onward and upward. And always remember, the thirst is real.